0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Epic Living with Jean, where we believe that creating an epic life involves maintaining a healthy body. And that starts with healthy eating. I am proud to be partners with Epicure, a brand that is revolutionizing how busy families put meals on the table. Together, we're on a mission to transform your approach to mealtime. We offer clean, healthy products, menu planning options, and recipe inspiration that is not only delicious, but also adjustable to fit any dietary program. It's a game changer for busy households, making meals accessible and economical, and ready in 20 minutes or less. Because here's the deal. Living Epic means working towards a healthier you, and what you put in your body matters. Join me in this culinary adventure where every meal becomes a step towards a healthier, more epic you. Go to epiclivingwithgene.com for more information. We all have lives filled with stories. The stories make us who we are, and they are all important. Welcome to Epic Stories. I'm your host, Jean Tillery, and I have a story to share. One of my favorite quotes from eWomen Network CEO, Sandra Yancey, is imperfect action is always better than perfect inaction. That's something I struggle with daily and I hear it from my clients too. My desire to be perfectly strategic, perfectly timed, and perfectly executed often leads to me getting nothing done. Not only is it paralyzing to contemplate all that goes into being perfect, But the fact is, there is no perfect. Moving is what is important, taking that first step, taking action. It's easy to make adjustments once you get started and momentum is working in your favor. I got a chance to sit down with my friend Shannon and talk about the things that she experienced this year. I can't wait for you to hear her story. (laughs) Which is why I don't do video. There are some people that do video um, podcasts. And I'm like, are you kidding? I don't want to to get up and put makeup on and like real clothes. And I'm sitting here in sweatpants (laughs) and a flannel shirt and with hair all over me. Well, this couch will give you more of (laughs) it. Sorry. So here we are.
0: Um, Introduce yourself first. I Um, am Shannon Davis. And I am the founder of Thrive Remotely and the Happy Home Office Box.
1: So your name just changed recently.
0: Tell me about that. Um, So second time is a charm for me. And I just um, got married uh, the beginning of November. So I'm transitioning to the name change thing. I know. And (laughs) and
1: I have to change it on my phone because it it takes me a second every time I look up your name and I'm like, wait, Davis, Victor, what, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. And that's really kind of where I want to go with this, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm all about following your dreams. Um, I love entrepreneurs, uh, all about, you know, supporting women in business. So, you know, you obviously fit into all of that, but you made some big changes all at one time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. One of the things I work a lot with my clients is saying that, you know, there's no perfect time. You need to just get started. And that's a Sandraism. Yeah. Yeah. you know, perfectly, you no, know, what did she say? Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Yes. So doing something. Yes. Is always going to be better than not doing anything. Well, I think I went through a period in
0: my life where I wasn't in a good marriage and, it took me a while to realize that I had the power to make my life what I wanted it to be. And through my choices and my actions,
1: my favorite word. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: I could, I could do, I could make my life what I wanted it to be. And so I just started asking myself when I wasn't happy about things, I was in a job and I wasn't happy there. And I'm like, well, why am I not happy here? Um, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't doing something that was fulfilling. You know, I, I didn't feel like what I was doing was contributing to society very much. Yeah. I, I really need to feel like I am helping people. Um, so I quit. <laughs> and I decided that I wanted to help um, other women that are working from home and doing the juggle struggle and don't have any support. And don't don't probably take time for themselves or put themselves on the list like like me. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, <laughs> so basically, you started a company for yourself. I did. <laughs> um, and and but let's, behold, let's there put this, others. <laughs> yeah. Let's put this in, in, in time sequence. So okay. Um, when did you quit? Um, at the very end of May. Okay. So you were already a single mom.
0: Well, yeah, but basically I was engaged at that point. Yeah.
1: Um. But you had been. You had been struggling as a single mom until you met Jody and and got so I mean it was
0: yeah I was a single I lived a single mom life for about four years and um so I've been there and done that um I've experienced a lot of things I was thinking about that the other day I mean postpartum depression divorce layoff like I've been through a lot of things um but I definitely have learned that I just you gotta have your day that you cry then you gotta brush off get up and and go after it, and, um, and once, like I said, I started figuring out, okay, I can make this what I want it to be. Um, I have the control to do that. Things in my life started really changing.
1: I love it. So you, your vision was to support other women entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, I love the fact that you niched it down to, you know, women that work at home.
0: Yeah, because I feel like we're the ones that Um, you know, we're making the doctor's appointments, we're making deadlines for work, we're making dinner, but we don't make time for ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, I feel like we're more the ones that do the juggling of everything. Um, you know, we're the list makers, we're the, you know, usually the grocery shoppers, but I did well with Jody and he's the grocery shopper in our family. (laughs) But, um, but it's just juggling all the things and working from home is wonderful. It's flexible. It allows women to be there for their children like they feel that motherly need to be. But it's challenging sometimes. Yeah. There's no synergy. There's no people around. You're talking to your dog all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to create something that would, um, you know, support people and would feel make people feel connected to other people that are on their islands of home offices, you know, yeah. throughout the United States.
1: Well, and I love the fact that what you're doing I mean we talk a lot about moms because that's where we are yeah but it is not a mom thing I mean it's really you know even if you're single working from home I mean you run into the same type of struggles
0: yeah you're um, still
1: juggling two worlds in one place and you have to figure it all out yeah and even though it's nice to be looking like this (laughs) to go to work and not having to get dressed up Um, it's really easy to get wrapped into the I'm not going to take care of myself or I'm not even going to go out because it's just you know sometimes I look and I'm like oh man if I have to take a shower and and get dressed and do I even have any clean laundry and it's like it's almost just too much to even think about and I'll just I'll just stay home so I love the fact that you're really trying to build a connection
0: yeah, I really am. And and I think everybody, nobody has perfect days all the time. You know, like you said, I'm sitting here in my pajama pants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, and, and a lot of times we do that where we have our pajama pants and then we have our nice shirts on top for our Zoom meetings. <laughs> we all know we do that. Um, but, you know, some days, you know, it's hard to make yourself get out of the house and go for a walk and You know, luckily I have a dog who doesn't let me not go for a walk, but, you know, it's just, you got to take that time for yourself and make yourself go work from, you know, the coffee shop every now and then. So you do get out of your house. You don't go a little stir crazy and different things like that. And, and that's too why I thought of the challenges
1: part of the box. Well, and that's what actually, what's going to be my next question. The one, the thing, actually, there's two things that make your boxes, I think, unique. One is they're very curated to yeah. a theme.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and other boxes that I've been ex- had experience with in the past, a lot of times it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that seems exciting, but then I just end up with a lot of junk that I don't need. Right. Um, you know, yours are are sweet and simple, and it's just a little burst. But what I love the most is your challenges. I mean, they're, you're really trying to build a community and challenge your subscribers to... Up their game. Yes. So tell me how you came up with that, I and let's. When
0: you said that up your game. Yeah. Give
1: me some examples um, of some of the stuff. Yeah. That you've done.
0: So my first box was in October, and um, a lot of times too, the products in the box, you know, relate to the theme. So the theme was fall in love with your office, and the challenge was to really um, make over your space, whether that be at your dining room table. Or you're, you're, you actually have a home office or whatever your space is where you work from. And it had a lot of like fall um, office items to help, you know, decorate and, um, you know, do different things to help you have a, have a nice space. Um, and then in November, the November theme was um, Thriving and Thankful. And, um, and that included the remote ink book, which had tons of information in it and different things you could do. So the um, and I also included a gratitude journal in that box, which I love mine and um, the the um the theme I told you the theme um, (laughs) sorry the um challenge challenge thank you the challenge was to use the things in the book that apply to yourself to help you from working working from home there was different things on time management and. And just different things like that. And now with my December box, um, I actually have items in it that um, help people create their own vision board for next year. Um, and so that's the challenge with that box. Um, and so I've, I've been one of those people I've always wanted to do a vision board. But <laughs> I, never, I never went out and got the stuff to do it. So I'm hoping if I'm sending people these
1: boxes with stuff to do it, they'll actually do it. Um, Well, and, you know, we have, we've had our discussion about vision boards because you know how I feel about them. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's not, it's not the visioning that I have a problem with.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I really believe that whether you work, whether you're a stay at home mom, whether you just volunteer at your child's classroom, you need to have a vision for your life. Right. And I think one of the lessons we learned from COVID was that it's very easy to get static and just be living your life and right. not making conscious choices. There's my favorite word again. Yeah. Um, because you don't know what you want. To better your life. Yeah. And, and you know, I, we, I see that even with kids. I mean, I talk a lot about kids. You know, we have my kids when they graduated from high school. You know, what do you want? What do you want to do with your life? And right. it's like, I want to make money. Well, right. you know, we, we, ha- we have lost the ability to really design a future for ourselves
0: right and I think that that was another reason why I thought it was a good challenge you know was to make people start thinking about what do you want this next year to bring you what do you want this next year to be and to keep that top of mind um, kind of thing so yeah I, I definitely try to think of challenges that will will help help them and Help them do the things that they should be doing for themselves, kind of push them along a little bit, you know, Um, and I've been doing the challenges with them. So it's so funny. I was on a podcast and and this lady was asking me questions and I'm like, no, I'm not the expert. I I need the help as much as everybody else does. Um, I just try to find the resources um, you know, that I can
1: use to to help me and others, yeah. So yeah well, and I, and I love that because you're you're one of the group it's not yeah. it's not you know <laughs> somebody sitting on their ivory tower, you know, nope. passing down decisions, but let's go back to the um the vision for a second, okay because you quit in May, yeah, you had an idea that you wanted to be able to help women. Mm-hmm. did you know? immediately like this box was where you were your direction your vision for the company or did you kind of just have to take time and sit back and go you know I need to make some money oh no how am that. i going to do how am i going to come up with this yeah no
0: i had i had the vision um i wanted to figure out how i could bring people together and i thought about it and um you know i knew it had to be something where it had to be a monthly something and i just said oh well what about like a subscription box cuz i I subscribed to a few subscription boxes. So, you know, I was like, that would be really awesome. And then it just started to snowball Go from, there. from there. And I was like, I can do this.
1: So I love that. So, you know, anyone who's listening, everyone has that tickle in the back of their mind that yeah. says, you know, there's something out there. And that, you know, that is my whole premise with the Dream Manager program is, you know, I believe that we... We're designed for a purpose. We were put here on this earth for something. And what your goals and your dreams are, are uniquely yours. And sometimes you have to get to a point where you're just like, I'm frustrated. I'm quitting my job. Yeah. I don't know what's there in order to take the time to figure out what that dream is for you.
0: Yeah. And I was lucky enough that I could do that. Um, I was in a position where I could financially do that. Um, and I'm glad I did because starting a business is not easy by any means. <laughs> um, so, but it's been great. It's going great. It's growing. Um, and so I know that I've got something good. I just got to keep growing it. Um, and I'm excited that I feel like now I'm making a difference. I'm helping other women in their houses that are going through the same things that I am. So
1: that fills my cup. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So let's, again, back to timing. Mm -hmm. You do this. You're starting a business. Yeah. And you're also (laughs) doing what? Planning a wedding. Planning a wedding. (laughs) So your first box came out in October. Yeah. And I married November 4th. (laughs) So, again, back to this, you know, perfect timing. You could have waited. You could have easily had waited. Yeah. I mean, you know, planning a wedding is a big deal. It's, it is is conceivable that you could have said, hey, I'm going to quit in May and I'm just going to focus on getting this wedding over. Yeah. And then I'm going to start. But you didn't.
0: No. Nope.
1: You were motivated like, to do it. So... Tell me about how that went and how you handled it. Because it wasn't always pretty. pretty. Yes, you have to. (laughs) Because it's real. I mean, people need to know that. Oh, I definitely had my moments. There were moments where I was like, is
0: Jody still going to want to marry me (laughs) after he sees what a hot mess I am right now with all this? Um, The juggle struggle was very real with wedding planning and starting a business at the same time. Um, I definitely took on a lot. But... um, I don't know. I think I do good under pressure. (laughs) And so, you know, it kind of just motivated me, you know, I, we're getting married on November 4th. So everything had to be done by then. I was had my launch date for my business and when my first box is going out. So, you know, when I have deadlines like that, it kind of just pushes me along and it was a lot, but I'm glad I did it because I was ready to do both things and I didn't
1: want to put it off. I didn't want
0: to put either of them off. So
1: I love that. But what i'm taking from this is one pr- first of all your personality helped i mean you know some people just couldn't handle that stress and that's okay i mean yeah. you know however you are I, i'm like you you know i i you know will complain about it but you know i i when i'm on a, a a mission like that then i will make it work right there are things that you need to do to make it work so give me a couple examples of things that you had to to really be fine-tuned on to to manage to make those two big things happen
0: um I had to learn to delegate and not keep everything and do it all myself okay repeat that again Such so, yeah, a big one delegate I had to delegate
1: now were um, you good at delegating beforehand no
0: <laughs> because if you want something done right you do it yourself <laughs> like you know um I just I had to, I went through the list, like the wedding list, for example, and I took my blue highlighter and then I had to give it to Jody, And I said,
1: the blue highlights are things that you can do, <laughs> you know, yeah. that I don't have to do. And, and if you can't do them, then you need to, you're responsible for finding somebody to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and for
0: my subscription box business, I have a coach. I, I follow, um, Sarah Williams and she is, um, she's great at, at helping, Kind of navigate the waters of the subscription box business because it's a unique business. Yeah, and um, and that was very helpful as well. You know,
1: getting um, getting some help here and there when I needed it. Well, and I'm a big fan of coaching. Yeah, I mean, I have I really have two coaches that I work with right now. Um, and again, another Sandraism: you can learn how to do things yourself, or you can write a check for speed. Right. And so sometimes it is worth bringing someone in who has gone through all these mistakes. Right. Because in the end. It saved me a lot of time. And it probably ends up saving you money. Yeah. Um, and time when, time you've, money. when you're dealing with two big things, you, you, it's nice to have somebody in your corner. And then it's always nice to have a cheerleader. I mean, I love. Yeah. One of my biggest things about coaching is just having somebody there that just emotionally. Yeah lifts you up when you need it she does Monday momentums
0: which I love and I I've been thinking about kind of doing the same thing for my subscribers starting to do kind of a Monday momentum kind of thing um and um even though sometimes Mondays aren't the best for
1: me yeah (laughs)
0: myself but um but yeah and, and you just you learn and you have that motivation and inspiration and um and different lessons and you know I still make mistakes um, and I, I just, I'm starting to call them laugh and learn moments because I laugh at myself for making some of the mistakes yeah. because they're a little laughable
1: sometimes and I learn from it and I move on. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, and, and thing, mistake is one of those words that I'm trying to eliminate because it's all a learning experience. Right. It's a laugh you and learn, know, learn moment. I <laughs> mean, because nothing would ever have been invented if people yeah. were afraid of making mistakes. I yeah. mean, think of, I mean, the telephone and, 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 you know internet i mean there's a thousand things out there yes. that people had to probably struggle really hard to get and i was strolling
0: through your book earlier today actually and the, one of the things um, i forget exactly how it was worded but it was something about if you're not making mistakes you're not doing anything it, it was it was yeah. worded much more positive but basically you know you got to make mistakes to move yeah. forward
1: yeah yeah um so delegation was one thing give me another thing you learned Um, well, you know, I, I had to work on both things at one
0: time, so I had to, I had to kind of block time here and there. Time management. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't just do one or the other. I, I had to do things for both. So definitely learning to block time off for both things I was doing was important and work on them at the same time without going crazy, just doing, you know, so, so I would basically, you know, I had my list. I had and I had to have things with due dates and and know what needed to be done. So organization, when. yes, yeah. organizing, um prioritizing and then focusing on one thing at a time because I I got overwhelmed a few times because I was thinking about everything that had to get done. And when you think about everything that has to get done, nothing gets done because you're just overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would definitely try to focus on, you know, okay, this next step, this is what needs to be done this week. Yep. This is what needs to be done this day. This is, you know, and when you do that, you can break it down and make progress.
1: Now, the reason I want approached it this way is because, you know, you had two really big things. Yeah. Um, but our lives are full of those things. Yeah. And they're not always as big as a wedding. I'm big as starting a company, but really when you're talking about family, you're talking about schedules, you know, kids,
0: Yeah. Um, if you're dealing with, with your kids.
1: illnesses and things yeah. like that, I mean, there's a lot of, of juggles. So those lessons that you learned are still lessons that everybody needs experience with. Um, and, you know, they don't have to be strong suits for you. And it, it's funny because I got into kind of a, a heated <laughs> discussion <laughs> with somebody one time because we were talking about personality tests, uh-huh. which I love. I mean, I think this is cool. I mean, I know pretty much my personality, and I know no matter what this test is, I'm going to score in a certain area because uh-huh. I know that's just how I am.
0: Yeah.
1: But a lot of these tests, you know, they talk about, you know, the type of person you are. But I've had to learn a lot in order to be a business owner that are not my strength. Oh, yeah. I am not an organized. Yeah. person. I am, or- well, I shouldn't say that. My organization is my organization. Nobody else, Nobody else could walk it. Nobody else could walk it. We were just talking about that. Yeah. You know, somebody's looking for tape, you know exactly where it is, but yeah. it's under a pile of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm the same way. And if, if my husband came in and said he needed something, I could, I could t- know exactly where it was. But if you want, yeah. if I had an assistant that had to walk into my office, she'd probably have a heart attack. Um, so I've had to start Changing that because I needed to be able to access what I needed right away. And I now have people that are helping me and they need that information. So that's something I've learned That So if I take a test, I may score high in that area because I have had to learn to do that. Right. That is not me naturally. Right. And when you talked about, you know, big picture, I'm the big picture girl. I am the dreamer. (laughs) I'm the let's come up with a million ideas. I am not the doer. <laughs> Not because I don't like doing, but because, yeah, you know, I that's just how I think. I well, think when big. you have a business, you have to do it all, <laughs> yes. So that's my other area. Like, I don't like the accounting stuff, you know,
0: that's the part that I don't like, yeah. But I have to sit down and make myself do it,
1: yeah. Well, and business. then at some point in time, you know, you can bring people in to help you, but yeah. you still need to know, right? You need to, and, and it was funny because my kids, as they were growing up and talking, you know, about, you know, what do you want to go to college? You know, do you want to go to some kind of job training? What do you want to do? I always told them no matter what you do, Uh you need to take some kind of business classes, right? You need to understand marketing. You need to understand, uh, you know, basic accounting. Yeah. Because even if you're an artist, even if you're a musician, if you're a dancer, you know, you're going to have to have money coming in. Right. Even if you make so much money that you have a team of people that pay your bills for you. You better know enough about what you're bringing in and going out, or you're not going to end up with any money.
0: I tell my kids the same thing. I'm like, if you want to do a trade, that's fine. But you're going to know how to run the business of the trade too. (laughs) You know, so if you ever need to, even if you don't want to, to start out, you can have
1: your own business and do your own thing. Yeah. um, Yeah. So... Wedding's over. Yes. Business is going. What's your next step?
0: Um, well, I want to continue to grow. I want to implement more routine and different things into my subscription boxes. Um, I want to partner more with um different subject matter experts in different areas. Um there's there's tons I want to do. I have a laundry list of things I want to do with the box. Um but I just, I want to grow it and I want to grow my subscribers so I can help more people. And um, I, I want it to become like the work from home subscription box, um, you know, that people people want to go to
1: because of the solutions that it provides. So
0: that's my hope.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> no that's your plan. That's my plan. That's my dream. <laughs> um, personally, so that's your business side. Yes. Personally, I... Um, well, we
0: just started going back to church, so I want to keep that up. Um, I want to work on my physical health this next year, um, more so than I have, because I feel like I I've, I've been so stressed with building the business and the wedding and all of that. I I wasn't really focused on myself, and I want to focus a lot more on, on my health and um, and and just and and making sure that my kids too are where they need to be Um, and and I'm serving them in every way that I can. Um, You know, sometimes we take our eyes off of that a little bit when we're juggling so many things. So, you know, I want to, like, I have one son that plays basketball, you know, do I, does he want more lessons? Does he, you know, I have one son that is into coding, but isn't really into sports or anything. So I want to get him into maybe a coding camp or, you know, so I want to just feed their passions Um, so that hopefully they grow more.
1: I love that. And I think I'm going to steal that line, feed their passions, because that is really as mothers. Yeah. Um, and really as business owners too, because you know, your, your customers, your clients, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to feed their passion. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So I'm excited to see end of the year. We can have great plans for next year.
0: Yeah.
1: And we will see how everything goes. Yes. Yes, excited, so
0: and I'm then excited. we'll have to
1: meet back then next year and we'll, we'll listen to this podcast and yeah. see where it is and say, how did we do? Do we judge yeah. whether we were successful in this 2024?
0: This next year, I, I think is going to be really, really great if things go according to
1: plan, for sure. Not if. When things go according to plan. Geez. Yes, <laughs> it'll, it'll be even better, <laughs> even better than expected. Um, but really what I want everyone to take away from this is just do it. Yeah, just do it. You know, it's never easy, but everything is figure-outable. Figure-outable, yes. Another <laughs> favorite word of mine. Um, nothing is ever easy and it, no. it's it's going to be hard no matter what. You just need to choose which hard is worth working for. Yep. All right. Thank you, Shannon. This was wonderful. I know. Thank you. And uh I will make sure that all your information gets posted on my new podcast website cuz I actually will have our own um okay. is part of what we're doing. So if you're interested in her boxes to learn more about it, I'll have all that information there for you. And in the meantime, it is almost Christmas and it's almost New Year. So you guys have a wonderful holiday and take some time for yourself. Thanks for hanging out with me. If today's episode struck a chord with you and you want to spread the love, please share using the hashtag Epic And leave a comment on my Facebook page. Head over to my website, epiclivingwithgene.com, to learn more about what it means to live epic. And while you're there, download a free guide, Seven Ways to Start Living Epic, and it will help you take your first step. If you want to learn more about my Dream Manager program or just want to chat about what epic might look like in your life, reach out to me and let's set up a call. See you next time. I hope you go out and live epic today and every day. And remember... It's all about the story.